Welcome to the Career Change Podcast, where you'll discover the frank and practical advice and resources that are already proven to work in the real world when it comes to changing careers or figuring out what business is right for you when you are a smart but likely also stuck, overwhelmed or overthinking person in your mid-30s, your 40s, your mid-50s. I'm your host, Ricky Hansen, a career change advisor, entrepreneur and former corporate HR professional with over 15 years experience of helping thousands of people just like you identify Identify or create careers or businesses that are both meaningful and future-proof. Welcome home. Hey, it's Ricky here. Welcome to episode 53, how to think about the future work. Now, I could equally well have called this episode, how to think about this new world of work that we are already living in now. Because you know what? The future of work is already here. Just think about how much has changed just in the last three to five years alone. And here's the thing, the speed or rate of change will never be slower than it is right now. You know, whether we're talking about technological change, market change, workplace change, climate change, you name it. We are already living in the future work. We already live in the age of acceleration and massive change. And that's not going to go away. So rather than, which might be the case for you, rather than being intimidated or overwhelmed or put off by it, or just pushing it further out into the future and calling it the future work and think you can just deal with it later, let's address it right up front. In this episode, I'm going to give you two concrete ways to think about it, to think about this new world of work right now. And that's because how you think about something as an aspiring career changer, as an aspiring entrepreneur, and you know, how you think about something and what you therefore do or don't do as a result, that is everything in this new world of work where rules are changing, they're being thrown out, they're being reinvented. So I really believe that how we think about things is everything when it comes to whether that career change is going to happen or not. And you know what? The good news is the vast majority of developments in this new world of work, in the future work, so many of them are to your advantage as a career changer or new business owner over 35. So in this episode, I want to share two concrete mindsets or ways of thinking with you that I've already been using successfully with my own private career change clients for years. And I've really been using it to empower them to speed up their career change, to get excited about and thrive and feel much more at home in this new world of work. So I want you to get ready to feel much more empowered rather than intimidated and to know how to handle all of these changes that are coming at you. Okay? Because here's the thing, this podcast is for those of us who are over 35. And I know that so many of us, we feel like we grew up in a world that seemed quite a bit more predictable and quite a bit more stable when it comes to the world of work until rather recently. And I also know that many of you are professionals who've been in the same career, the same profession, the same line of work ever since leaving university. 
So when you hear, you're inside of this little bubble, kind of, right? So when you hear or look at all of the many, many workplace developments, whether that's to do with artificial intelligence or new and never-ending learning requirements or a highly skilled, globally available workforce, and you also start noticing much younger people in your company who seem so with it, then many of these changes might actually already intimidate you, scare you, or baffle you you or make you worry about being seen as out of touch or a newbie or past it or too old or in worst case scenarios you fear being or becoming a failure because that's the thing when we are confronted with massive changes in this case in the workplace then that kind of forces us to confront some of our biggest fears right so you probably already have fears about this new world of work And that's in addition to wanting to change careers or starting a business after 35. So it can all maybe feel a little bit too much. So let's talk about it. Now, I could have chosen to start by making a fancy episode about some imaginary future of work, or I could start by doing an episode about some of the really exciting or trendy development that, developments that are happening right now, which I could, because confession here, I am actually a total geek when it comes to these things. I'm the person on the beach or in the cafe reading the newest book about artificial intelligence or future forecasting or neuroscience breakthroughs, you know, next to everybody else reading Colleen Hoover or whatever. Don't worry, I do read fiction too, but I'm I'm totally geeky about these things. I love watching or reading anything tech and futurist related because I advise people every day I want to be ahead with these things. So I could do episodes about all of these crazy and cool developments and I might do some if you want me to. But here's the thing, this podcast is first and foremost a podcast for you. And I know from a lot of the emails I'm getting from you, my dear listeners, that Info about you know, new tech and new trends is not really what you need first and foremost from me. You can get all of that in Wired Magazine or join some geeky Discord, you know, circle Discord. What you've come to expect from this podcast is some really practical help understanding and handling career change and this new world of work much more confidently. And so that you don't let it intimidate you or stop you from moving forward with your dreams. So what I want to do in this episode, the first in terms of how we're talking about this new world of work, I want to lay down, put down a baseline first. So what I think is really helpful is let's talk about how to actually think about this new world of work, the future of work in general. So what you can do is to therefore look for developments in this new world of work that are to your advantage as a career changer or new business owner over 35, because you know how to think about it, you know what to look out for. I literally want to give you a couple of mindsets that you can use as rocket fuel for motivation. You can learn how to transform your intimidation and confusion into opportunities for personal and professional growth instead, right? That's what I want this episode to be about, how to think about this new world of work that we're already living in. In short, I want to help you go from maybe being intimidated or overwhelmed and confused about this new world of work and instead leaning towards learning about and adapting and collaborating with all of these developments that are happening and most importantly, learn how to use them to your advantage. So get excited. Here's the thing, there has actually never been a better time than now 
to change careers or start a business after 35. So let me give you these two ways to think about this future work or this new world of work that I that my clients love, that they find really, really helpful. So number one, I want you to make curiosity your default response. Make curiosity your default response. And then number two, embrace newbie status. Number two, embrace newbie status. I did have a number three as well, which was all around learning, but that's for another day because if not, this will get way too long. And I think these two ones are going to be really helpful to start with. So let's go there. All right. So number one, the mindset, the way of thinking about this new world of work I want you to have is to make curiosity your default response as an adult. Because do you remember being a kid and having that sense of wonder and curiosity? Do you remember, maybe it's a while ago, but let's try. Do you remember you would come across as a kid something new or strange? And rather than go straight into judgment mode thinking good or bad, you kind of lingered in that space of possibility, curiosity, maybe even awe. Now, where did that curiosity actually go? I don't know about you, but when I was a kid growing up in Denmark, I would drive my mom mad with all of my questions. Why is this? Why is that? In Denmark, we actually had a song, we still have a song called Sparrow Yearn, which is a song about this kid driving everybody mad with all of his questions about everything, about everything in the universe. And that meant that I would spend a lot of time, my mom would go to the library and find out. I love spending time in the library, just, you know, grow, you know, really learning more and more about things as opposed to being intimidated by them. I would like just go learn more, find out more. I'd be curious. And I tell you something, even now as an adult, whenever I find myself falling into doom scrolling mode or I feel myself judging things too quickly, I'll pull on that curious kid that I know is still part of me. And I know that it's still part of you. I know that my curiosity is a superpower. And also, it's an incredibly useful tool for thriving in this new world of work of constant change. So I often have people saying to me, oh, but Ricky, you're so positive. How do you stay so positive? But that's not actually how I view it. And, And this is how I want you to think about a mindset to have in this world of work that can be so intimidating. It's not necessarily about being positive. It's about being curious I view it as this kind of staying curious mode rather than going straight into judgment mode. And this also helps me because I spend quite a bit of time looking at all of the worst case scenarios when I, you know, research the future work and all of that. And it's really important that you you have this bigger picture. Staying positive might not be the right way to put it, but it's more a matter of staying curious and ask questions and don't go straight into good or bad judgment mode. And also, here's the thing, over the years as a career change advisor, this has been one of the mindsets that I've shared with my clients that they've actually found most helpful because making curiosity your default response to change can actually be a massive advantage as a career changer. And this is because we as humans have something called the negativity bias. When faced with something, we will go for the negative judgment. Oh, that must be bad because that's what we've done for years in order to 
ensure survival. Or if there is a noise noise in the bush, it must be a tiger or it must be someone who's here to kill us or eat us. So we better run, right? That's how he's kind of survived. The world doesn't work like that anymore. But that means like so often, and you'll know this with yourself, when you are faced with something new or strange to you, with your career change or with the way the world of work is going, you might just go straight into, oh, it must be bad. Or, you know, you go straight into judgment mode. And that's not necessarily helpful for you because it means that you're going to be very fearful in the way that this new world of work is because there's so many changes, so many developments. And if you just rely on your negativity bias where you go, oh, it must be bad, like you focus on all the negatives, then it's not going to be a very enjoyable place for you to be with all of these changes coming at you at such a rapid pace. So what I want you to do instead is to just get into the habit of embracing curiosity. And what that means is that instead of going straight into judging something as being good or bad, and in most cases, you're probably used to judging something as bad, right? You just take the time to take a step back and allow yourself to get curious. Allow yourself to delay judgment. Go, hmm, I do this with my clients all the time. Like they generally, and you probably generally don't need help with imagining worst case scenarios, right? What you need help with is probably spending more time developing best case scenario or better case scenarios, spending much more time imagining how good it could be or what's possible rather than what's impossible and how scary and bad and risky it could be, right? You are much more powerful, my friend, when you are driven by a vision of the career or the business you want to create instead of just driven by what you want to escape. So when we're faced with change, we are often afraid to be curious. Have you, have you seen this with yourself as well? When you, you're faced with the possibility of career change, you might sometimes almost be afraid to be curious or when you're faced with an ever-changing world because imagine what horrible things you might find out. Imagine if your biggest fears, they actually came true. But you know, one of the great things about adopting curiosity as your default is that it allows you to flip your assumptions. Yes, your biggest fears might come true, but what if the opposite happened? What if you were to discover some of your biggest joys, biggest moments of connections, biggest moments of opportunity, if you actually decided to stay curious and delay judgment and looked at all sides of some things. So what I really want you to do is to be curious about what's happening in this new world of work and also the world that is to come, because so much is also going to be to your advantage. Do you see already, just thinking about it, it's like, you don't just go straight into, oh my God, it must be bad and I will fail. Flip it. What if it did work out? What if it was the best thing that ever happened? What are the opportunities here? That is probably where you need the most help and where this mindset can really help you see the full picture. Now, futurists um, who deal with the future work, they would also recommend this stay curious approach to thinking about this new world of work to the future work. Now, I spend a lot of time researching and following developments around this new world of work, around the future work. And one thing I found really helpful is to take a page out of how good futurists, they think about and approach their work. And that's, they're not there to make judgments 
about the future. They need to stay curious if they want to become aware of all of the opportunities and all of the possibilities, as well as, of course, also threats and dangers. They need to remain curious and open-minded rather than go straight into the negativity bias and think that everything new must be bad or all developments must be bad, just like a career changer needs to be. It is such a helpful mindset for us to adopt as career changers in this new world of work. Don't go straight into binary mode, good or bad. Take a step back first and go, hmm, interesting. Let me see, can I look at all of the aspects of this and try not to judge something as purely bad and purely good straight away. But especially for you, the career changer, where you probably need a lot of help is to look for what could be a real advantage for you, what could be something that could be really positive and that really could speed up and help your career change, right? Just try that yourself. The energy is very, very different. The curiosity energy. Because you also don't want to become this kind of Pollyanna who's like, oh, it's all well and positive. No, you want to stay curious and look at all of the sides. Curiosity is your friend. Prejudice and quick judgment is not. So really watch yourself when you come up against, you know, something that might be new to you, whether that's in the world of work or when it comes to actually the career change process. Do, you know, do you watch yourself resist the temptation to straight away judge something new as good or bad and instead find them interesting? Here's the thing, the speed of change is so fast and there are so many new developments that you might never have come across before. So it's actually, if you think about it, less easy to judge, right? And this is also the thing when it comes to the career change process itself. Smart people who are very good in their current profession can be really quick in their judgments when it comes to career change. Oh my God, but that will never work or that will be crazy or that's too risky. Well, how do you know? Be curious, You know, people go, oh no, robots will take our jobs, or I'm too old, or I need to go back to university. Question your assumptions. Look at all of the opportunities. That's really what I want you to think about here, both in terms of the career change process, but also in terms of how to think about this new world of work. Question your assumptions. There's more than meets your eye. Don't let yourself be intimidated. Don't let yourself be scared. Be curious curiosity is really the ability, a superpower to view new developments as also opportunities rather than just as threats, opportunities to fail. Okay. So curiosity is really a superpower in this new world of work. Be interested. What a time to be alive right now for both better and worse. Okay. So make curiosity your default response. Okay. Number two is to embrace newbie status. Because here's the thing, we are all newbies now. Now, one of the most helpful mindsets I've ever come across when it comes to thinking about this new world of work or the future of work is actually from the author and futurist Kevin Kelly. Now, Kevin Kelly, you might have come across him um, in any other podcast, your other podcast you might have listened to. He was the co-founder of Wired Magazine, a technology magazine. He looks a little bit father of Chris. He looks a little bit like Father Christmas, a really interesting character. 
But he has this idea that in this new world of work, in this future of work, or the, the, the future in general, which is here right now, is we are all newbies now. And we will remain newbies forever. Why is that? Now, Kevin Kelly, he wrote a book back in 2016, a book called The Inevitable. It's a great book. Um, mainly the first one third is fantastic. And then it gets really, really geeky because he is a technologist after all. Um, it's a book where he discusses what he believes to be the 12 technological forces that will shape um, our future between now and 2050. And actually, um, I read it first back in 2016. And when you read it now, you'll just see how many of those technological predictions have already come true. But one of the things that he talks about in that book is how the tools that we use for work or will use for work are constantly developing due to technological developments. Just just think about one thing, for example, how we used to work very much with fixed tools or fixed products, whereas now a lot of things are this kind of endless series of upgrading services, services and subscriptions. So everything, even the tools that we use for work, everything is now in a process of becoming, a process of changing. And that's kind of the concepts he also applies to us and how we therefore feel in this world of work, we feel like newbies because even the tools of our work is constantly changing. So are the kinds of jobs and careers and, and businesses that, that are becoming an opportunity, you know, that are becoming possible. Just before we, I, I sort of quote from his book, I just wanted to take a step back and think, wow, isn't that actually a relief? You know, get curious here rather than thinking, oh man, this sounds exhausting. We're going to have to keep up and all of this and that. On the other hand, I also see that with my curiosity mindset, that's also a relief. Can I hear a sigh of relief? You are not alone if you are feeling overwhelmed or intimidating by this new world of work, by the future of work. You know, most people probably would be. It's it sounds quite exhausting, right? And that means that everyone is a newbie now, not just you, my friend. We all are. Whew. Can I hear a sigh of relief? This is not a question of age or background or of being past it or not. We are all newbies now. Even that new 23-year-old tegwiz who just joined your company and that you just find so intimidating. <laughs> we are all newbies now. You know, this is a good thing because I know a lot of you, you're telling me that you're so worried about changing careers because you're worried about being seen as a newbie if you go into a new um, line of work or if you start a business. But you know, don't worry about that. This is becoming the norm now and you are just a front runner. We are all newbies now. Interesting, right? So if we were to turn this new mindset of, of embracing newbie status into fuel for your career change, this could actually be a really helpful mindset to adopt because the antidote to fearing doing something new, the antidote to being afraid of being seen as a newbie is to embrace the fact that we are all newbies now and we will feel like newbies forever because the world of work and the tools we're going to use is just going through such a crazy change and it's going to continue to. So it's the norm to feel like a newbie now. Keep up. <laughs> you should feel the need. If you don't feel like a newbie on a regular basis, you are not future-proofing enough, my friend. All right? So 
Um, what Kevin Kelly uses in his book is an analogy. He uses an IT analogy to explain the changes that we might be feeling. So I, I want to quote for his book from his book. It's a really good quote here. Here's what Kevin says. Technological life in the future will be a series of endless upgrades and the rate of graduation is accelerating. Features shift, defaults disappear, menus morph. I'll open a software package I don't use every day, expecting certain choices, and whole menus will have disappeared. No matter how long you've been using a tool, endless upgrades make you into a newbie, the new user often seen as clueless. In this era of becoming, everyone becomes a newbie. Worse, we will be newbies forever. That should keep us humble. And then he goes on to say, that bears repeating, all of us, every one of us will be endless endless newbies in the future, simply trying to keep up. Here's why. First, most of the important technologies that will dominate life 30 years from now have not been invented yet. So naturally, you'll be a newbie to them. Second, because the new technology requires endless upgrades, you'll remain in the newbie state. Third, because the cycle of obsolescence is accelerating, well, the average lifespan of a phone app is a mere 30 days, you won't have time to master anything before it's displaced. So you'll remain in the newbie state forever. Endless newbie is the new default state for everyone, no matter your age or your experience. End of quote. Now, get curious here. It's like, oh man, really? But it's kind of true. So let's take what we can use here. You know, instead of feeling behind or feeling like you cannot, you know, keep up, you're not alone in that. That is what's happening. And it should also be a relief. Even the young hipster kids, they feel that way. You are not the only one who feels like a newbie and you will continue to feel like a newbie, right? going into the future. So start now. Throw yourself into future-proofing, even if it feels uncomfortable. Here's the important bit, like Kevin is saying, the longer you wait with engaging in all of these changes, with learning to keep up, with getting excited, with getting curious, the harder all of these constant upgrade and changes will feel. So don't wait to engage with this changing world, with changing technologies. Get engaged now. It's a little bit like he's saying is like, if you don't use certain packages on a regular basis, when you then get to using them again, it's just going to feel so hard to do the upgrade because entire menus will have changed. It is so much like that in the world of work. So here's the thing. If your phone apps are the only things in your career when your life will stop right now, you are upgrading. You really need to get a move on. Because if you're not upgrading your skills, your achievements, your network, or you're not making sure that you actually have a career or business you want to keep developing with, you want to keep learning about, then it's time to get cracking with that career change or with that business. And it's okay if that feels uncomfortable. If you feel like a newbie, you will feel like a newbie no matter what field you're in. So you might as well make it worth it for you. 
In other words, this might be your first career change or your first business, but it will not be your last. So don't delay, especially if right now you're stuck in a job, a career, profession, business that you do not give a flying thought about and you do not want to learn about and you do not want to learn about the technology associated with it. It's even more dangerous for you staying stuck than it is for you to move into something you actually care about, you want to learn more about. I cannot tell you how important it is to realize that. So many of you listening are right now staying stuck. You're fearful about making a change. Meanwhile, you are totally de-skilling yourself. You're not learning new things. You are doing the opposite of future-proofing. So here's the permission. It is okay to feel like a newbie. We are all newbies now and we better get used to feeling like a newbie because technology is not going to go away. It's just going to speed up. The development is going to speed up. So embrace it. There are so many developments that are working for you that can speed up your career change, that can make you change careers and start a business after 35 faster, more intelligently, more in a more enjoyable manner. A lot of this is such good news, right? And also just talking about future-proofing here, the very fact that you are actively considering a career change and that you actively thought out my podcast, that tells me that you are looking to actively be in charge of your career change. You want to take ownership rather than just autopiloting. That in itself indicates to me that you are a natural candidate for adopting these mindsets. So make curiosity your default response and embrace newbie status, right? You're already halfway there. Just, you need to just get serious about the fact that you need to start future-proofing yourself. Get out of hiding and start engaging with the world of work, this new world of work. It is to in so many ways to your advantage to get curious about all these changes that are happening. Just imagine what's possible for you if you adopt these mindsets. You will stop being distracted or worried or overwhelmed all the time because you would also look at what are the good things about this? What are the advantages? What are the opportunities? You will not just go straight into judging everything as good and bad and oh, I'm going to be a failure. And also you will embrace your newbie status. I'll tell you what, when you have both this mindset of being curious and you're okay with feeling like a newbie, you will be unstoppable, right? It will also help you get over yourself and get over so many of those ego concerns that that you have. You should be curious. Like I love Kevin Kelly's analogy about we are all, everything is in a state of becoming in this new world of work. And you should be curious about who you are also becoming because if who you are and what you do right now does not suit you, you really want to get started with the process of becoming and creating something else rather than holding on to something that is no longer working for you. And that's literally the opposite of future-proofing. All right. So get curious and embrace newbie status. Nobody can intimidate you now. Get cracking and I'll see you over at the careerchangepodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you newbie.